so heavy and sipping on the coffee like it's life support. Yeah. Everybody's lost in their days and they're lost in their life and they're calling it all the daily sacrifice. Hello, and welcome to Nickel Park. Uh, This is a couch-guided safari through the wilderness of life, and I am your tour guide, Luke. And I am your tour guide, Joshua. And I am your tour guide, Ben. Happy Mother's Day! Happy Mother's Day! It's today. It's happening right now. Mm -hmm, Right now. Not Uh, not when you're listening, unless Josh mm -hmm. does an incredible turnaround on editing. Uh, in unlikely. which case, yeah, very unlikely. It, it it's already passed for you. What uh, what did you guys get your moms? Did you get anything for Mother's Day? Mm, I'll be honest, guys. I I really flubbed on this one. It didn't it didn't go good. I didn't actually get my mom anything. This podcast episode is hers. <laughs> Hey mom, this one's for you. <laughs> Whenever this comes out, just know I was thinking of you on Mother's Day. I kind of did. I was I was told by my dad that um, <laughs> I can't say no. Uh, uh, I don't know if I can say it. You know. Wait, why? Yeah. All right. So the whole squad, dad, kids, everyone, we all got my mom a uh, paddleboard. Oh, nice. Yeah, for down at the lake, so she can mm-hmm. paddle around and whatnot. She's into that kind of thing. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, I got mom mom a paddle. Okay, I hope my family got. I hope my family got the rest of the board. The board. <laughs> yeah, I got the. Yeah, I got the paddle though. We got. Did that you guys have down. any kind of like group text going on or? No. I just kind of assumed, like you told me about your family getting the paddle board for your yeah. mom, and I thought it was a really good idea. So yeah. I just assumed that that. You know, my family would know that that was a good idea. Sure. Yeah. I mean, our dads probably talked, our sisters probably mm-hmm. talked, and brothers probably talked, and then that covers the whole spectrum. Yeah. So they were probably like, "Yeah, well, let's get her a board." Joshua <laughs> Nina will probably get her a paddle. <laughs> probably. A <laughs> <I> bet. <laughs> she just gets eight paddles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh shoot! I didn't think about that. Does, do we need to explain why the audio might let's be a little ex- weird? Let's explain one? it. Does it? It may never just sound like I'm far away. Okay, so me and Ben are on a bed together. Is <laughs> that's what's happening right now? We are shoulder to shoulder, elbows touching, mid recording. Ben forgot his mic. We're on vacation, and he is he really amateur houred it. Yeah, I mean that's true. <laughs> this is it's like a bad interview process. Where Luke just occasionally holds the mic in my direction, and I just pull something out of my butt to say. It is kind of fun, because I'm holding it, so I get to decide when Ben speaks. <laughs> well, the the bad part on my end is there's a bit of a lag, so I can't tell when you're putting it towards Ben. So I don't know if I'm supposed to speak, or if Ben's about to speak. Right, you don't know who the silence is for. Right. <laughs> I think I'll just yell. I'm t- I'm telling you to like tap me on the shoulder or grab the mic and just pull it toward you. Then you we'll said know. you're touching elbows, just give him a little elbow. Yeah. Exactly. 
it, Ben just did a whole thing for the camera and there's no camera. <laughs> <laughs> He's really putting on a show. If you heard hands touching the mic. Yeah, I'm sure you did. They did. Um, I saw one of the weirdest sights I've ever seen today. Go on. So y'all are familiar with Roadkill, right? Like you've seen Roadkill. Right. We saw a lot of armadillos on the way down. Mm-hmm. I saw, for the first time today, a bear. What? Yeah. Yep. Black bear on the side of the road. Full rigor mortis had set in. It was nuts. How big are we talking? Uh, I don't I don't know a bear bear size it was huge I mean it was like, bigger than like like a, like a deer yeah like so like full adult bear yeah full adult bear it wasn't not like a, not a, a cub. cub no it was a full adult black bear just in the in the middle of the road so you're saying you missed an opportunity to have a bearskin rug <laughs> yeah I did you're right or like a really cool robe perhaps with like a bear head and mm-hmm. hood mm-hmm. only problem is this guy was like he'd been there for a while so he was all bloated and if i went and got his mm. fur it would be kind of nasty i think can you take furs to the dry cleaners just like a like mm. a skinned animal i don't know okay uh, what, do, what do you think they would do i don't i've never taken anything to the dry cleaners for any reason that's a good point yeah good like point. if you have a if you have a bearskin rug, what do you, how do you, how do you clean it? You find another bear to lick it, I guess. That's mm-hmm. how bears yeah. clean themselves. I would, am- or maybe a, a stream, a salmon-filled stream. The salmon-filled stream. Yep. Yeah, everybody knows the salmon pick the stuff out of the bear fur. Right. It's a real bird hippo kind of situation. Yeah, and in turn, they're granted their life's wish of being consumed. <laughs> <laughs> All salmon want to just want to die. <laughs> yeah. That's why they swim upstream, dude. Yeah, so that I saw that today. I thought that was pretty wild. That's crazy. I on the mm-hmm. way down here, I saw my first armadillo, and it was dead mm. on the road. I don't think I've ever witnessed one that is real. I was gonna say a live one, but clearly not. Right? Um, no. Yeah, just in the flesh. I'd never seen an armadillo, but there was one deceased. They're pretty wild. They got leprosy though, so don't get near near them. Like real human leprosy? Yeah, like that's how they they carry leprosy. Sure. In the southern United States, some armadillos are naturally infected with the bacteria that causes Hansen's disease in people. It may be possible that they can spread it to people. However, the risk is very low, and people in I guess Hansen's disease is yeah leprosy. That's a really nice way to describe leprosy. Hansen's disease. Hansen. Yeah, who was Hanson, and why did he have it so bad that they decided to rename it to him? <laughs> this is this is all mine. This is my disease. It had been so long since anyone had had it, and then he was like, nah, we're just going to call it me now. <laughs> me. This is a new one. Wouldn't it be wild if, like, recent Bible translators decided to change it to Hanson's <laughs> disease? <laughs> <laughs> the message. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the the chapter title is Jesus Hears the Hansen Disease Man. <laughs> Wait, all right, so that I just thought about this. Um mm-hmm. I do have a question if we have time for it. Go for it. We've got time. This is kind of a follow up to the uh doors wheels debate. Mm. 
This is eyes or legs of living <sighs> things in the world. Mm-hmm. I I've got my answer, but I would like to hear both of y'all's. Are there more eyes or do? Legs? Okay, so like a fly's eyes. Mm-hmm. Yep, is that's that what I was one ask. eyeball each, or is it thousands of eyeballs, like eyes? Because because it, it's like segmented. Yeah, I know what you mean. I don't know the answer to that question. That's I think it's more one on science. Eye, I think it has multiple lenses, but one eye. I I think I know my answer. I definitely know my answer. Give yeah, give me your answer and why. It, it's legs, millipedes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Easy. Yep. Those fair. guys have so many legs. Have you ever seen those guys in person? I see them in crawl spaces all the time. They have so many legs. That is true. They do have a lot. So, my my reason for I'm also team legs, mm-hmm. but mine's ants because mm. there's so many ants and they got a three to one ratio mm-hmm. of legs to eyes. Yeah. So they're throwing off the curve really hard. Yeah. A lot of things are just neutral, like worms, they don't got eyes or legs. Right. Spiders, they got eight of both. Humans got two of both. Yeah, snakes we got We are two all of useless. Did you say snakes? Snakes got, sorry, snakes got two of eyes. <laughs> two, two of eyes, yes, thank <laughs> They've you. They've got two of eyes and no legs. <laughs> There's a lot of fish out there, though. There's a Huge. lot of fish out there, though. And there's a lot of shrimp. And there's a lot of krill. I'm, I'm, I've just changed my eye. Well, okay, so shrimp do have legs, and actually, shrimp have a lot of legs, right? But shrimp compared to the population of the ocean, like fish, still by majority, way more eyes. Mm, yes, but I think ants still outnumber fish. They might. So the BBC estimates that there are. A rough estimate of 100 trillion ants in the world, Dog. but their wa- but their weight is still less than the total weight of all humans. Oh, really? I mean, that makes sense, I guess. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, think of how many ants equal one human's weight, and then add you, that's a multiplier of three on legs. Yeah, right. Huge. 100 trillion, so 600 trillion legs just from ants alone. Yeah. So. Yeah, they win. <laughs> There's yeah, six hundred <laughs> trillion. There's not three hundred trillion fish. Exactly. <laughs> no. Well, and that's just to cancel out ants, not to mention right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People who lost an eye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm team legs. Are we all team legs then? I I I yeah. The fish is a very convincing argument, but I still don't think it does it for me. I mean, that's fair. It, it it makes sense, but I was hoping for some controversy. Not getting if, it here. If we did find out that worms had eyes, do worms have eyes? I'm I've been led to believe they don't. I think they have light sensors, but not eyes in the way that we think of them. If I remember right. biology correctly. Team wheels, team legs. Team wheels, team legs. Basically the same team. <laughs> legs what? is wheels. Legs is wheels. You know what I mean? Like 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 if I said, mm, I got to get out of here, time to use my legs, which are basically wheels. Yeah, but doors aren't eyes. Doors are eyes to the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, no, windows are eyes. Eyes are windows to the soul. <laughs> yeah. And, and by the transitive property, 
doors our eyes to the world. Money time. <laughs> Hey folks, welcome to the ad booth. Coming in hot. <laughs> Real hot. <laughs> Little space. I record I, I record right here. Yeah, I think you don't have your thing turned up high enough. I have it on ninety two. This is on sixty nine and you were blasting it. on the edges. Wow. Something's wrong with my mic. Hey folks, welcome to the ad booth again. This week. <laughs> As with all weeks, we like to go big and then go home, and I'm so self-conscious about my recording volume. <laughs> you're good there, you're good. That was all good. This week, we are sponsored by none other than the great James Buffett and his wonderful restaurant chain, Margaritaville. This, I've, I'm so distracted now. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, no, I've never watched this much of it. Okay, Ooh, that's so much better. Thank goodness. <laughs> hey, folks, welcome back to the ad booth. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to go big for you here. And it is the Jimmy Buffett Margaritaville Life's What You Gumbo. That's right. We are sponsored by none other than James Buffett <laughs> and his great chain of restaurants called margaritaville they are doing a new thing this month only the month of may well and maybe longer depending on how it goes but specifically for may they are doing a new special called life's what you gumbo named after jimmy buffett's soon to be released song called life's what you gumbo And that's it. And it's going to be really good. Uh, and you may be asking. <laughs> what, what, what is Life Switchy Gumbo? What is Life Switchy Gumbo, Ben? That's a great question. It is, of course... A cr- of course, it is a cool. <laughs> uh, it's a brand new special thing they're doing where you get to bring in your own gumbo ingredients and make your own gumbo right there in Margaritaville. They will take the ingredients that you bring in and they will add them to sort of a pre-made gumbo base. And then you choose a couple of options, level of spice couple other things and then they bring it back out to you it's got all the stuff you brought in there and it's your own private personal gumbo Mm. it's so tasty it's so tasty we went there uh tonight actually because they opened up one in durham Um, i took some bear meat it was really good where'd you where'd you get that uh the we were in tennessee recently and there's like a a, a butcher sure had it yeah yep Classic Tennessee. Yeah, it was tasty, though. That is good. Yeah. Uh, I brought bacon and mayonnaise, and the, but like a lot of mayonnaise. Like Okay. I, I think it was like a gallon and a half. 
and about a pound of bacon. So the ratio was off, but they dealt with it really well. That's um, good. I thought it was delicious. Uh, cr- creamy, thicker gumbo than I'm used to. Yeah, gumbo's yeah. not traditionally creamy. Yeah, it was almost like a a paste, mm. if you will. Mm-hmm. Kind of Elmersy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Imagine squirting a tube of that right just right down the old tube, you know, <laughs> right down yeah. the old but, throat. But bacon flavored with some bacon bits. In with it. bacon, yeah. So it was delicious. Mm-hmm. Did you cut up the bacon, or did you just toss it in whole? Whole. Okay. Yeah, for flavor, and then, eh, you know, if you need to, like, you get a big, a long string on your fork or something, you just bite a, bite an end off. Okay. Why don't they flavor glue? Like, that's got to be one of the things that gets consumed in elementary schools. I don't think they want to encourage it further. Oh, that's a good point. So, uh, what I brought in for Life's Witchy Gumbo is, um, I brought in some of my favorite gumbo from this local <laughs> joint called Jake Skaters. <laughs> It's so good. It's some of the best gumbo I've ever had. And uh, I brought it in, and they added it to the Margaritaville gumbo. Mm-hmm. It was pretty good. It was kind of like a watered-down Jake Gators gumbo. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's good. Or an extra-strong Margaritaville gumbo. Right, yeah. Either way you want to look at it, it's positive in both lights. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did dump a whole margarita in mine. How'd that go? Uh, it didn't re- it didn't retain its iciness. That that's not surprising. The big boiling yeah. cauldron or whatever they make it in doesn't really uh bode well for margaritas. Yeah, but the shrimp were having a time. I can tell you that. Whew, yeah. <laughs> uh, it w- this is really good. This this special is really good for uh pregnant women, which I should know. Mm-hmm. My wife is currently pregnant, and uh, so she brought in pickles, ice mm-hmm. cream bananas oreos bacon and then just some loose like hard candy mostly peppermints threw all that in there she loved it she said it was the best gumbo she's ever had yeah i i could not stop vomiting (laughs) (laughs) so this is this is getting real close to like a witch's brew is kind of what you described (laughs) maybe throw in like a newt's foot or whatever a lot of legs and eyeballs yeah (laughs) maybe a a, an old boot and then you got a spell at the end yeah did it start sparking at the end it started something at the end we tried to bring (laughs) leftovers home and it walked away (laughs) it was waiting at the door when we got there (laughs) It tipped the waiter. Yeah. But it had bad intentions. <laughs> it only tipped 15%. Witches <laughs> have gotten much more calm over the years. They've, got, they've gone from all sorts of evil just down to minor inconveniences for low-wage workers. <laughs> Great spot, though. Heck of a spot. So yeah, if uh, if you are interested in <laughs> <laughs> consumed it, <laughs> see you guys not talk so close to your mics. <laughs> Ooh, all right. 
Josh, I'm sorry. This one's gonna be this is gonna be a beast to edit. <laughs> just keep it all in. I swear. Just yeah, apologize to the listeners. <laughs> Ooh, all right, folks. If you want to make your own gumbo, head on down to your local Margaritaville. Just bring in whatever you want. Tell them you're there for the life switch of gumbo. They will throw it in. And if you mention that you found out about it uh, from the podcast Nickel Park, they will throw in one free topping of your choice into the gumbo. So shrimp, not shrimp. There's many options. Yep. Hey, folks, after we go big, we like to go home. And this week, we are sponsored by a company and a man by the name of Tom Drexler. I'm sure those of you that live in Louisville have heard his ads. He's a plumbing man, and he is on the on the knife's point of technology. Mm. Um, he and his company have developed... That's a saying. It's a thing. He and his company have developed a revolutionary... Um, new feature for the plumbing industry. Uh, it is, of course, called Bluetubes. So Bluetubes uses the technology of Bluetooth to power various water features in your home or your company or, you know, r- literally any of your plumbing needs. It uses the power of Bluetooth to power those features so that you no longer have to mess with pipes, hoses, all that mess. You can just run water straight from the source, whether it's you know the hot water heater or um, the main supply line into your house, whatever, straight to wherever you need it. Um, so we're going to talk about some of the really cool ways that that's being put to use and how you should start using it. Yeah, I mean, one of the most popular ones, obviously, is Bluetooth shower. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you can you everyone showers normally. You get you can still use your shower normally with the with right. the head. Mm-hmm. spitting out water at you but say you've got a, a tough to reach place you need some water mm-hmm. pop that bad boy off it's it's wireless you can move it wherever spritz it down pop it back on you're still you're still in the game yep yeah um i've uh simultaneously been working on just boosting bluetooth in general like that technology mm-hmm. so what i've been working on is kind of this cool project where i actually sent my kitchen sink to africa but I Bluetoothed it first. Got a whole village water. <laughs> it's crazy. It's all green over there now. Just for my. And it's good Louisville tap too. So it's like yeah, it's good, good for drinking. Water. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like pure. Wow. Yeah. Well, now so, I feel really guilty because yeah. I was going to talk about how last time I was up in Louisville, I hooked it up to my parents' water so I could get Louisville water down here in Durham. Yeah, I don't I mean, but, I didn't want to make you guys feel bad about your choices, but, you know, mine is saving lives, so. Dang. That's really good for you. Now what you got? <laughs> mm, yep. So I, ha- what I, what I've done is cure malaria with it and thus have beaten ben and mine's better and ben ben is now bad because i cured malaria with it yeah well well i used mine to spray down the sun so that it's less hot now global warming's not an issue so oh my gosh he's saving the future as well i sent mine to mars got water out there (laughs) 
<laughs> send it send it straight to Mars, and now there's water everywhere over there. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's like oceans yep. and stuff. Matt Damon was super appreciative. Yeah, he, he's been pota- there for a while. Because his potato, his dookie potatoes. On a more down to yeah, on a more down to earth uh, level, I don't mm-hmm. feel comfortable using toilets that aren't mine. Yeah. So I've Bluetooth my whole drain system, and I just take my toilet with me to work. I can just set it up wherever. Genius. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's like the classic Bluetooth water bottle. That's one they sell, mm-hmm. and it's boring. You can just whatever. Sprinklers. It matter. Yeah, it's not saving any lives. No. Josh, I didn't realize that they had the ability to Bluetooth such. Um, hmm. Like, do you, hold on. My question for you with the toilet is: Do they have? The, mm-hmm. Does the Bluetooth have the ability to transport, um, say, some chunkier solids, or are you just doing a number onesie in there? Because uh, I didn't know <laughs> no, that you the- could send sort of packages <laughs> over the waves. Yeah, I, I kind of. No, you can. They had. That's their. Their. It's a test model. Okay, I don't know why that was my hang up. Like. If you can send, yeah. If you can you send, know, water, send the water over Bluetooth, I don't know why the turds would throw you off. I just kind of like you flush it. There's water in there, so it should still know how to handle it. Mm. You don't have to grind it up first or anything. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's Tom. Tom Drexler. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. <laughs> and uh, and his new technology Bluetooths. Go check them out. Hey everybody, welcome to Unconventional Solutions. I'm glad you've tuned in because we got a real kicker for you. Um, so we're at the beach right now, at least me and Ben are, and we've noticed, you know, it's pretty nice. And we're going to have to go back home to our beachless city. And we were thinking, we need more. Need more beaches. There aren't enough. You can only get to them on the edges of places. And that's lame. So we're going to figure out how to add some more to our beautiful country and some of the mm-hmm. benefits that that's going to bring along. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. stay tuned. Well, stay tuned like right now. Right now. Immediate. D- do not leave. Yeah, nothing's happening in between me saying that and the solutions. So here we right. go. Uh, Panama canals, but everywhere. The Kentucky Canal, the Ohio Canal. Just start cutting mm. channels from the ocean into... Various parts of the states, maybe make them a little bit wider so you can get some bigger waves. Does but does that that doesn't guarantee beaches? Mm, no, that guarantees like point. water, mm-hmm. but not beaches. I mean, that would help. I feel like that would help lower the rising sea level, which would help preserve the existing beaches. Right. Uh. Well, how do you get sand? Sand is the issue. Um, right. Here's one thing I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Sand comes from glass. Somehow, mm. no one knows how. It's an absolute no, I think, mystery. I think glass comes from sand. Yeah. Glass comes from sand, which everyone knows, <laughs> and we've all been saying it the whole time, in agreement. Mm-hmm. So, so, I had a whole thing, and now <laughs> it's been side-railed on a different rail. Um... 
it still works out. I knew what I meant to say. You, ah, so disappointed in you right now. Not disappointed in me. I did great. <laughs> right, just me. <laughs> You're doing great. Uh, no. So we like. There's a bunch of windows we're not using, like car mm-hmm. windows, uh, old house windows, right? Uh, old cups and other old glasses. Bunch of glass products we're not using. Crush them bad boys back back down into sand. Mm. I guess mm-hmm. is how. However, they're made. Reverse that. Like put them in the other end of the factory. Get it back to sand. And then now we're preserving. We're getting rid of landfill waste mm-hmm. with the glass, mm-hmm. and we're creating more sand, which we can then supply to the beaches. Mm. Circle of life. Okay. That was, a, that was a trek, but I got it. Plus, bonus, if we're using recycled glass, we could get cool colored sand beaches. Mm. Green mm-hmm. bottles, brown bottles, blue bottles, stained red... glass churches. Sta- uh, stained glass churches. <laughs> I wanted a second go at that so that everyone heard stained glass churches. <laughs> No. <laughs> Everyone knows what I'm talking about. I love a good stained glass church. <laughs> oh. oh man. Oh boy. Yeah, that's pretty good. I like that option. There's gotta be beaches up in like northern Canada, for example, that nobody is using. Like nobody's up there to enjoy it. So, could we just chop a section of Canada out and bring it down to somewhere cool like Colorado, where people will actually be able to mm. Do they have sand in Canada, or is it just like Snow Beach kind of? No, the original name was was Sanada, but uh, <laughs> but people didn't really think that that was good. <laughs> a good joke. They didn't think it was a good joke. <laughs> It wasn't a good enough joke to found a country on. <laughs> right. Which is, of course, how all but, countries are founded. But they did have a lot of cans, and that joke made people laugh way harder. <clears throat> it was like an inside joke among people who lived up there. Also, also, over in, like, northern Africa, they got that big desert. Well, the Sahara the one. Oh, true. And they got a lot of sand that they're probably not using. They got so much mm-hmm. sand that they have sand storms, and that sounds bad. If we could take some away from there. Also, I heard it's getting bigger. I heard the Sahara is growing, so maybe we could slow that down. Yeah. And just take some of it and distribute it, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, along all the lakes. Like, none of our Kentucky lakes have beaches. Not good beaches. No. Bad beaches. It's all, like, clay. It's terrible. So I think we need some Saharan sand over here. You could combine the ideas, right? You could turn the Sahara into glass, <laughs> bring pieces of glass back over here, turn it back into sand. Bing, For bang, easy boom. shipment. Yeah. Then you're not, because otherwise you're going to leak a bunch of sand. You're going to get sand everywhere. No one mm-hmm. wants to be on a boat that's transporting sand. That sounds like the worst. Or a plane. And some of the cargo's getting loose and it's like raining sand. Oh, that's yeah. That sounds miserable. But what? What, what if? Uh, is it easier to just shoot a bunch of water into the Sahara? You know, mm-hmm. make an ocean rather than a beach. 
where the because we already got beach technically we just need ocean near it to draw the visitors mm-hmm. yeah i mean usually there's more ocean than beach but in this case there could be more beach than ocean unique That'd be pretty cool. Unique. Unconventional, I'd say. You could do it in such a way that the ocean was weightable across the whole distance of it. Like you could do a a real shallow ocean. Yes, but still waves somehow. I don't know how you're going to get those. Wave machine. Wait. Oh. Wait. Wave machine. Yeah. Wave machine. My bad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then you don't have to worry about sharks or whales or big spooky things. Jellyfish. Maybe still include those just for fun. Yeah. Maybe just, yeah, for the yeah, kids. For sure. <laughs> yeah, just for the kids. They love a little risk. I mean, the crabs would show up for sure. Sure. Oh, yeah. They'd, They'd make their them. way. Yeah, they're, they're going to make the, their pilgrimage. Mm, real shallow ocean. I like that. Mars. Going back to Mars. We could bring some sand back from Mars. Do you think they have, you think they got red beaches up in Mars? <sighs> I hope so. Well, yeah, I hope so. I like to think they do. That would be awesome. I would, though. I would I would tear up a red beach down here. That's what I'm thinking. Blue beach, perhaps, could be fun. Mm-hmm. From from Neptune. Yeah. Yep. Green yep. beach from Greenland. Mm-hmm. I've always thought it would be cool to have like instead of sand, some sort of grass. In, like a grass beach. Mm, Wouldn't that be cool? Yes, I've thought about that. Where grass just goes yeah. all the way down into the water. Yeah. Oh, that's the dream. Because that's what, like, in our yard at our old house in, in Crestwood, when it would rain and flood, mm-hmm. it was basically like your own private wading pool, but it was just all grass. So you could walk around barefoot, and it was just, like, heaven. It was so yeah. cool. Also, what if what if there's, like, cool beaches in, like, Antarctica and the North Pole, but it's buried under all that ice, and all we got to do is just melt that? There could be basic beaches we don't even know about. Just melt that ice, and then, bonus, it's going to get a lot warmer, and there's going to be a lot more opportunities for beaches. Yeah. The beach will be a lot closer to Kentucky. Yeah, suddenly that... Suddenly that... (laughs) (laughs) It's true. That's one way to turn... Make Kentucky the next Florida is to flood the world... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> suddenly the canada those canada beaches are gonna look a lot better mm-hmm. and the sahara That's, might be an ocean if the world did flood that high like up to kentucky then the appalachian mountains would become like islands it would become the app the appalachian galapagos Ooh, <laughs> i Apalapagos. like that appalapagos <laughs> ben said that first i don't know if it came through on the mic but i just repeated it <laughs> So any laughter uh, that you're experiencing right now, just tribute that to Ben. That's a yeah, that's a great way to think about it. Like we could have some new cool islands if we just flooded this mm-hmm. whole thing. Yeah, and then the like the Red River Gorge would be the new Marianas Trench, but like the shallow version. Yeah, because the old one would still continue to be deeper. <laughs> yeah, it would get, it would get even deeper. Yeah, but. It would just be the Red Gorge. <laughs> oh, right. Not a river anymore. <laughs> the Red Sea Gorge. Red yeah. Sea Gorge. Red Sea Gorge is good. You could like you could still go climbing, but you got uh, need a lot of scuba gear. Right. And a whole sort lot of, of weight. Sort of an upside down climbing gear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
You climb down. What about what? Okay, what about cold beaches? See, I'm not a fan of the beach when it gets too hot. Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a fan of like high seventies, low low eighties beaches, maximum. But I could be interested in some even cooler beaches if they were available. Say like a nice beach on a glacial lake up in Rocky Mountain National Park. Mm-hmm. I'm talking like a pristine white sand beach, great visibility, but the water is like maybe 35 degrees. Right. I don't know what the perks are of that. Yeah. See, what I'm when you describe that, what I'm picturing is just you and whoever you're with in jeans and a sweatshirt in the sand. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Right. And we're and- not gonna sit in it. We're gonna sit on it. Right, which is bad. It's unpleasant. <laughs> Less enjoyable. You're going to have Yeah, you're going to have your full-on like regular shoes and socks which are going to be sand-filled and ruined. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like it would still be warm. Like it still gets warm in Colorado. It would just be like 60 degrees and sunny. Yeah, but then you can't get and in the I'd water. I'd be in like That's okay, but it's beautiful. Like the ocean, yeah. it's like mostly flat. There's nothing to look at. But if I'm in like on a sweet beach in Colorado where there's mountains to look at, oh, that's nice. I mean, all I'm going to do is like play some sports. I can play sports out there. Read some books. Easy. Great backdrop for reading books. And then what's that? Have a fire and camp that night. Yeah, but you could do that at a normal beach. Yeah, but no mountains. You know, when we originally talked about this idea, I thought it was going to be Team Cold Beaches. It's not yeah. a thing. It can't. See, I think Ben has mostly just described Colorado and is like, maybe there was some sand. <laughs> right. <laughs> he was like, maybe I'd like a, a bit of sand every now and then. A bit of but sand and a bigger water. I still just want all of Colorado <laughs> instead of the beach. Yeah, I can, I can see cold beaches are bad. I just want to go to Colorado. <laughs> But if we could maybe add a beach to, like, Kansas, now the beach isn't okay. so far away. Not so far away, and it gets hot in Kansas. Got yeah, it. exactly. I'm pretty sure Kansas, if you just moved, like, 10 feet of earth to one side of it and flooded the other half, now you've got a, you've got a state that's half ocean, half sand. Kansas is waiting to be one giant wave pool. Yeah. All you have to do is put, yeah, on each end, you just put, like, something that raises 10 feet and then lowers 10 feet, (laughs) and it just oscillates all year, and the whole thing (laughs) is a raging ocean. That would be so dope. And then the entire border of Oklahoma, Colorado, Nebraska, and Missouri are all beach. Oh, my God. Yeah, okay. Sacrifice one state. Yeah, we we send a memo to the 11 to 35 people living there, and we say, Mm -hmm. hop on out. We're about to make this a wave pool. And it's literally in the very center of the states. Oh, my gosh. It's actually perfect. That is literally perfect. Okay, flood Kansas. Boom. Flood Kansas. Sign our petition. It'll be up on uh, the Nickel Park website. Um, By next year. Yeah, by next year, uh, we'll we'll work on soon how we're gonna get the water there, but it shouldn't mm-hmm. be difficult. Blue tubes to the rescue. <laughs> yeah, we can get Tom up in there. 
Old Tommy Drax is coming in clutch <laughs> with his blue tubes. Uh, I think that's it. That's it. That's the one. Yep. And I feel confident. Well, cool. Uh, folks, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Nickel Park. If you want, you can reach out to us at nickelparktours at gmail.com or you can find us on Instagram at nickel underscore park underscore podcast. Thanks to Sons of Circus for the use of our theme song and Jake Byron for the use of our ad song. Uh, please tell someone you know about the podcast if you think that they would like it. Or, or even if you don't. Yeah, lie to them. Lie to them. I don't care. Tell them it's about finance and bitcoins. <laughs> Wait, it, it, well, that's not a lie because one of them is. We have done that. Well, until next time, uh, I'm Luke. I'm Joshua. And I'm Ben. Can you show me how you put it all in motion? Show me some loving and show me emotion. Can you show me how you put it all in motion? Yeah.